Okay, continues the Gemara. Amar Ravah, Maikra, what is the pasta, which is the source for this? Tiku b'chayde shefer b'kesli imchagenu, which is the pasta referring to Rosh Hashanah. It was Ezu chayde mischasa. What is the one yantif that the moon is hidden? It's only one yantif, which is Rosh Hashanah. We know that the other Yom Tev, all middle of the month, is the one Yom of the beginning of the month when the moon is still hidden. It is a chayk. It is a seemingly simply means a law. Mishpah Lekayakim, the Gemara says, this chayk is actually referenced to a person's panasa. When you see that the chayk is a language of mezaynus, they gave the, they ate the chukam, which is the sustenance that Pari gave them, Chalik refers to a the basic mezainus, the mesustenance of a person. Whereas different sources, Mazutra, Mehacha, Hatrifenu Lechem Chuki. Very fascinating. The Gemara does not feel necessary to bring a source for the fact that Shabbos Yantif and the and the tuition is separate. That Gemara seems to say is Davar Pashat that that would not be included in the Chajim. The only source the Gemara felt necessary to bring from is the is the um, aspect of of that. Tesis has a point in that as well, but that's the simple shine in the Gemara. Tanya, Amr Allah Vashamei Azakin, Kol Yamav HaYaychol L'Kavet Shabbos, used to eat every day a Kavet Shabbos. How was that? Matzah Behema, no, used to go on Sunday, or Monday, used to find a beautiful animal and say, oh, Amazul Shabbos, beautiful, wonderful thing, let me keep it for Shabbos. And then, Matzah Cheres, no, and the next day, he would say, oh, I found even a nicer one. Meniach has a Shniya, Meichos, Rishenis, they would put aside the second one for Shabbos, and eat the first one. And that was this way he always was thinking and worrying about Shabbos. He had a different way of approaching it. He used to always be doing things the same Shemayim and used to be not worried about on Sunday he's going to have to worry about Shabbos. He'll confident that he'll have find the beautiful, wonderful things necessary for Shabbos. He used to thank Hashem every day and based on that thinking he used to be confident he would receive what he needs for Shabbos. Tanya there was a similar rice. Every day he's worrying about Shabbos, thinking about Shabbos from the first day of the week. Again, different different approach. He used to just be that dependent by Hakadosh Baruch that he'll take care of his needs and give him something necessary for Shabbos. Person gives a present to his friend. Unnecessary to tell him about it, slip it into him, and that's going to be okay. Shanamar, Moshe was not even aware that Kashbaruch gave a shine to his face. So Kashbaruch didn't even tell him. And that was where it seemed consistent with this idea. Unnecessary to tell him. You should know I am Hashem Mesir Kaddish. What is that referring to? Amalek Kashbaruch Lamesha Mesha. I have a beautiful, wonderful present in my storehouse. It's called Shabbos. I want to give this present to Klai Yisrael. Go tell them. Don't just, again, don't give it to them without telling them what it's going to be, how wonderful it is. Tell them about it. A person wants to give bread to a child as a present and tell his mother that the mother should give gratitude to you that you gave him a present so the Gemara is a clear contradiction the first Gemara seemed to say give someone a present no need to tell him just give it to him if he doesn't know about it that's fine and the other Gemara seems to say exactly the opposite that both by Shabbos it's 
Kadosh Baruch Hu felt it necessary to tell Klaus about this great present he's given to give them. And the Gemara learns that from there, actually, a halacha, that if you're giving something to a child, tell the mother so the mother could feel the gratitude about it. The Gemara says, once a matana which they will be clearly known uh, ultimately, Kashparuch who put this shine on Moshe's face, it's true he didn't tell it to him, but Moshe walked home and people will say, Wow, Moshe, Rabbeinu, Kashparuch, you have, a, you, have, you, have, you have this beautiful shine in your face, and he'll realize that Kashparuch who gave this to him. But if it's something which is not going to necessarily be Lagli, if it's a matana which is not going to be realized, then no need to, then you have, then you have to tell it to him. What do you mean? Shabbos? Of course they'll realize that they have Shabbos. They're not going to realize they have Shabbos. Gemara says, you're right. It's true. Shabbos they'll realize about. They're not going to realize about the great schar that Shabbos has, the great potential that Shabbos has in terms of a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu has been told, tell Kala Yisrael, that this is a day, not just a day to rest, and day to, you know, it's, it has tremendous connection and abilities to be able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through that. And therefore there's wonderful hidden properties where they need to need to share with them about that. Amamar, you can't remember Gamliel, and listen past the tinik, Tsarakhadi, if you're giving a bread to a child, tell his mother, Tsarakhadi Ali Imoy. Mayavali, how should you do that? You can do something which will serve as a sign to the mother. Take a little bit uh oil, smear on the child or put something on his eyes, and I'll come home and the mother say, What's what's this on your eyes? What's this on your on your face? And say, oh, this person did it. Oh, you also gave me some, you know, some enjoyable bread. So remind the child, tell the mother about the present he got. These type of things, people might think is someone's playing witchcraft on the child, putting these things on his face or on his eyes. Take whatever you're giving the child, some little, giving him a pudding, put a little pudding on his face. So the mother will say, oh, what's this pudding you had? I'll say, oh, something, some nice friend, my, my friend gave it to me, and also appreciate the mother appreciate what was done for this child. All mitzvahs that Hashem gave were given in public. Shabbos was given in private. This is a shneimar This is a private, intimate connection between us and Hashem Baruch Hu. I see the other should be a sign forever. And therefore, there's something which is not given in a public manner because it's something which is us and Hashem Baruch Hu in a very, very private, intimate way. Gemara says that, if so, the non-Jews should not be punished on it. Right? Gemara says that, that the non-Jews will be punished. They didn't, I think they're going to say it. We didn't know about it, but they're going to say, right here they could say, they didn't realize that there was a, in the Shabbos Pachlal, other mitzvahs, they talk so ultimately given. But Shabbos, they had no idea about. So maybe they shouldn't be punished at all about their loss of Gemara says, no. I do a dinner matin schar le dinu. Hitaka told even the non Jews about Shabbos. He didn't tell about matin schar. Again, matin schar is the, is the relationship, the, the connection that's formed through Shabbos. That he didn't inform them about Shabbos. Essentially, he told them about. Gemara says, another Peshaya, but he said, Matan schar, matin schar, and I mean, I did. Hitaka told even the schar. But the one thing he didn't reveal, Nishami Seir le dinu. He didn't talk about the Nishami Seir that wasn't publicized, and the Taka didn't know about it, but that's something which is another level. Of Shabbos, that they didn't know. I'm a Shuman Yechai, Shuman of the Shuman Lakish, the Shabbi Seder, and not Sakosh Baruch of Adam. Erev Shabbos, Lamatu Shabbos, literally, every person receives an Erev Shabbos, a Shabbi Seder, which is taken back on Erev Shabbos, and Amar Shabbos, Layinofash. 
of the nefesh. Once Shabbos is over, there's like a we woe the fact we lost this nefesh. After Shabbos is over, we don't no longer have the neshama yisera. Okay, so that's the end of the some I got it regarding Shabbos. Gemara now returns to our discussion, which we started last week about erev tashilim. The person has to make a tavshil, a special cooked dish, on erev yantif, which will serve as the erev tavshilin, and through that they can cook on yantif for Shabbos. It has to be a set dish, but just to make bread is not going to work. Why? Why shouldn't pasta work? Maybe you need something which you use as a dip, which means that pas, you know, pasta is something which you, which you don't, is not a dip, pasta is something which you dip into. A tashel is something which you use as something to accompany bread. What's the advantage of that? So the point is, you're trying to make something which is sticks out, not just a regular food that you might have. So pass, everyone has pass, and therefore it's not something which is recognized. Something which you use as a dip, not something which is more will stick out more, and therefore it's going to serve as the erev tashilin, and people will realize this was made special for the sake of tashilin to be able to serve as a way of cooking on yontif shabbos. Kamar says, is that true? That upasle milafta or daisa naivle milafta? Daisa was like a porridge, also was not used as a Dip. These foolish people from Babylonian. They take bread and they put it into into porridge, which is like putting bread into bread. It's a weird thing to do. It's, bread is not porridge is meant to be used as a staple, not meant to be used as a dip. And still, even though it's something which is used not as a dip, it's something which is a basic staple. Still. He says you can use it for Erev. So if the issue with pasta because it's a basic staple, not use the dip into, so why is dice any different? Kamar says, you're right, we're going to switch it slightly. You have to have something which is not common, not commonly had on a regular day. Everyone has pasta, you always have pasta for meals. Daisa, which is this porridge, is not not common to have, and therefore it does have a way of being sticking out, being unusual, and that's going to be something necessary for Erev Tavshilin. Ikadami, another version. Again, Rai says the same thing that Tashal can be used, but not bread. My time, like a different version. Which is very common. Dais is not Shriach, which I just said. And this, according to this version, you cannot use Daisa as a Erev. So if it's something which is not Shriach, why can't you use Daisa? Where it says, no, according to this version, the malafis being in. You have to have something which is malafis, which again accompanies bread, and that's something which is again sticks out much more significantly because it's something which is a dip that you put bread into, and that's not just a basic staple. Upas le malafis. And daisi namely malafta daisi also is like a basic staple, and therefore, even though it's not a shriach, but it's still something which is basic. And therefore, basic cannot be used for Erev Tavshilin. You have to have something which sticks out more unusually, which is used as a dip. And the proof that they take bread and put it into, into daisa, which is putting bread into bread, it's not an unusual thing, it's not a usual thing to do, and therefore that proves it's not considered to be a regular dip, but a malaf, a regular dip, is going to be acceptable for Erev Tavshilin. Tanur of Chia, very fascinating. You can have even like lentils, which are like the bottom of the pot, scrape the bottom of the pot, that could be enough for Eretz Shilin. Not as long as it has the kazayis, which is going to be in the bottom of the pot, that's enough. 
even though something which is not so significant, that's sufficient. Commercially, even more of a chiddush. I'm a mitzvah of Yehuda Shamnunis. The fat shagabi asak, and you can take the fat on the end of the knife, which is used to cut the different uh, meats with, and you can scrape off that fat on the end of the knife and use that verifta shilin. Fascinating. Again, as long as you have a kazayis of that shamnunis, which probably hard to get, maybe more than one knife, but certainly there's going to be a lot of fat, but that's going to be enough to use verifta shilin. I'm Ravasi, I'm a Rav. If you have small, salty fish, there's no Mishalakim. Mishalakim, you know, is the halacha that a person who has something cooked by a non-Jew is going to be Yasser, really to lead things that lead to, lead to intermarriage, which is what the cause of the Xerah was, but there's a rule that certain things don't have that issue. One of the examples of things, things which are nechalchai, things that are eaten raw. So this fish is eaten raw, you can just salt it, and since it's very small, that makes it edible. So therefore, if you have this small fish, no issue of bishalakim. Now if a guy roasted it, you can actually use it because there's no issue with it. You're allowed to eat it. Again, since it was edible raw, even if an Andrew cooks, there's no issue of, of bishalakim. But if an Andrew makes kisa taharsana, which Rashi says is a fish that you fry in flour, that's going to be an issue. Why? Because the flour is not edible raw. So the dish itself becomes something which is asr. Which is pshita. That should be obvious. You can't eat it raw. Maybe you'll say that the fish is the ikr, the fish and the fats of the, of the, of the, of the ikr thing, and the flour is like a tuffle. Know that the flour is the main thing in that dish, and therefore, since the flour is not eaten raw, if a non-Jew cooks, there's going to be asr to eat on, eat it all. And then we cannot use it for Erev Tavshilan. Amrav Abba. A rule of Tavshilan, Tzrichin Kazayis. A rule? You have to have a Kazayis, as we mentioned before, when talks spoke about those foods, Kazayis of the food, in order to be considered Chashm enough to make Erev Tavshilan. Ibai, lower questions the Gemara. Kazayis Echalakulan is one Kazayis enough for everyone. Adoma, Kazayis Lachavayacha. No, if you have 10 people in the house, you need 10 Kazayisim. Or do we say, no, one Kazayis for everyone is going to be sufficient? Tashmad, number of Abba, number of Eruve, Tavshilin, Tzrichin, Kazayis, Bein Lecha, Bein Lemeya. Whether you have one person or a hundred people, Kazayis is enough. In other words, you're not required to have a Kazayis for each person. One Kazayis totally is enough. That's considered to be a hush of a meal. And even though it's not enough for every person to eat from, that's going to be sufficient for Eruve, Tavshilin. Tanan, Achlo, Yishavu, if we got to, it was eaten or it was lost, Levashlo, Vatchila. So you lost your Eruve, Tavshilin. However, Shame and a kosher for a small amount of left over, you can use it now to make Erev Tavshila, you can now cook for Shabbos. Whereas my kosher, it sounds like even the smallest amount is enough that's going to be sufficient. We just say you need a kazayas. It sounds like even though it's not a kazayas. Whereas when it said a kosher, it meant it's a kazayas, the small amount which is chashuv. What's a small amount which is chashuv is a kazayas. That's what's necessary to be left over. Be right, if a small amount that left over less than a kazayas, that ruins the Erev Tavshila. Tashma. Is that for, is that for yes. That yeah. Yeah, correct. Yes. Allah have to have. So I'm use an egg. An egg is actually a, right, right, right. Well, it's, it's it depends on the, on the but it's certainly yeah. 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 and and we use the mats as well, which is which is um, which is should, both of them should be more than the kazais. Really. You know, three quarters of mats and three quarters of the egg, though you're in, you're in trouble. If you correct, yeah, if you, if, right, if it's, you have to protect it, no one no one no one should be touching it. Right. Wrap, wrap it up. Tashma tashma that sleep. Vafilu kavish shalakum uvushal. 
if this tapshra could be roasted, it could be um, soaked, it could be cooked long, it could be cooked shorter. And if it has some sort of fish, which you put on hot water on there, which is all it needs to cook it, that's going to be sufficient. There's no shear of how much it's going to need. My love in the shear cloud sounds like no shear. We just say you have a shear because I so this is like in the shear lamala is no shear of the max. You can have as much as you want for everything shilin, which has to be set aside. Avish the shear lamata, but there's a shear for a minimal amount, which the kazayas is the minimal amount. You have to have das, but you have to have intention to think this food is for everything shilin. Where's the pshita? That's when you have been on for sure you need the person who's making it, he needs to have das. The question is, das bina. Do you have to have das of all those who was made for them? Which means everyone else in the family. Do they have to know about if the shilin was done for them? Or no. As long as the person who made it knows, you can make it for everyone and they're going to be included automatically. Tashmag, my brings a proof. Shmuel's father made an for the entire Nahada, the whole city of Nahada. Obviously, they weren't all aware he made it for them, but that was like, okay. Obviously, it's enough to make it, even though they weren't, weren't aware of it. Now qualifies how this works when someone can make for the whole city. He says, if someone didn't do it, can you use mine? How far would that go? That the entire city, until the end of the Tchum, they can all use the Erev. Gemara now, again, further qualifies this. Who saw me? There was a blind man. He was learning in front of my Shmuel. He was sad. This blind man was sad. Why are you sad? I didn't make it after and I can't cook for, for Shabbos. No problem. You can use more, like we just said. The whole city could be made for them. Lashana, the next year, so again he was sad. Why are you sad again? Again, I forgot to do it. You're, now, if, once or two times, you're a Pashaya, you consider it to be someone who's negligent, and you cannot use it. So the person can learn from here, from this Gemara, that, and I actually do this for the whole city, and if someone forgets, this way they can use it, but only one time. Now, as a Shaila, one time, you can't do it, two, for sure two times in a row is going to be an issue. Many say if it's later on, you can use it. For sure, two times no, you cannot. Based on this thing that you're a Pesheya. Someone forgot. Okay, one time you forget. Two times, you said a Pesheya, you cannot use it. They have the shilin that was made for the entire city. But each person should make their own. If they forgot, they can rely upon the one that was made for the city. It's very interesting. He is talking about other Erevs. This is the two other Erevs we're familiar with. Erev... Tchumen is the, if you want to extend your Tchum to go past 2,000 Amis, and Chatzair is to make a, you have a fenced in um, thing with more than more than two houses there, more than two families, so you have to make a meal which, by one of them, which joins them together to carry from one to the other. So the Gemara says that in Yantiv, which is on Erev Shabbos, you cannot make that for Shabbos. Rabbi Yomer says no, Ma'av and Rubit Chatzairis, but not Rubit Tchumen. You could make Erev Chatzairis, not Erev Tchumen. Why? Erev Tchumen is also Shabbos and Yantif. So you cannot make an Yantif Erev Tchumen. It has to be made before Yantif. Erev Chatzair is not also on, on Yantif. You can carry an Yantif. 
So therefore, something which is not relevant, not also on Yantif, of carrying, you could prepare now for Shabbos by making Erev Chaseris to be able to carry on Shabbos. You pass like according to Rabbi Tanakama that says you cannot make either one. Rishmol says no. Allah like Rabbi pass like Rabbi that you can make Erev Chaseris just on Erev Tchumen. Allah like Rabbi the Kuloy Luchumra. So the Gemara says Allah like Rabbi for the Kuloy Luchumra, which is a very strange question because we know Rabbi Rabbi was the opinion which said clearly that Rabbi was the Rabbi was been there. It says you can you can do Erev Chaseris. He's clearly was Mekel. So what's the question? Is he Mekel or Machmer? There's Pshita Lekulo Kama. Of course he was Mekel. He said you could do Erev Chaseris. The Gemara says you know why? Because there's actually another version of this Machlokas. From the Shalok of Elazar Lugayla. The, the way you said the Machlekes is not the way you said in Bavel. There's a different version of it. Different version says Rebbe was Ma'at and that's the version you had. And Rebbe Oyster is a different version which says Rebbe was the Machmer. Rebbe said you cannot do both Erev Tashin and Erev Chatseris, and the Chum were the one that were So now the one's question was which one's the correct version? My so now, what's the correct version? Which one is we going with? Rabbi Mach or Rabbi Meikel? Tashmad of Tachlif of Aravdimi Avod Avda Kavon Say the Shmuel did a like Shmuel, and he went with with um, with Shmuel. Shmuel is Halacha Kerebi. Ramarav Tchilas Hayroa Nahavit Surbin Abar. This is like the first psak that he gave for for public. Look cool, and it was like something which which messed everyone up. Which would seem the Gemara says, yeah, Mishlam Alakula. If he was being mekel, that's a kilkel because they messing everyone up to be mekel when it should not really be mekel. And the arm of the chumra, makukula. If he said the chumra, you cannot make erev chaseris. So okay, it's not messing everyone up. He's actually being machmas, so you can't do it. So it's an extra chumra. Gemara says, so what's so? Chari is not a proof that it's going lekula. The Gemara says no, not a proof. Makukula kiva the makalki be rabim hankukula because since everyone messed, everyone lost out now. There's no Erev Chatseris now. People can end up carrying. So that's the mess up that's going to make. Not that he's messing up as far as we make messing up as far as people not be able to carry properly and thinking that his baby's their Erev and therefore end up carrying um, inappropriately. And therefore the Gemara says that's a Kukula. Gemara and Zof, Amar Rava, Amar Rav Chista, Amar Rav Huna, Allah, Rebbe, Ulaster. Pastor like Rebbe and Ta'asa, we do ask to both Erevs, Erev Chatseris and Erev Tchumen, to make on Yantif. Both have to be before Yantif in order to be able to carry on Shabbos beyond the Tchum and in the enclosed place of more than one family. Yeah.